0: Today is Monday, September 11th. The title for our devotional is The Irresistible Gospel. Our new campaign that we started yesterday is called The Irresistible Gospel. We all have our favorite stories that we love to share. We love these stories because they appeal to something that we deeply desire or long for. In the gospel, we find the greatest story ever told. The story that satisfies all of our deepest longings. This story is so good that we should all want it to be true. It's simply irresistible. In this campaign, I'm not going to argue for the reality of the gospel story so much. Instead, I'm simply hoping to reveal that this story is so good that we should all want it to be true. Whether you're a Christian or not, this story is so good that you should want it to be true. For non-Christians, to consider the truth of the gospel, they must often first come to see that this is a story that they actually want to be true. For Christians, we often take this story for granted. We often overlook just how beautiful, glorious, and truly irresistible the gospel is. And how we present it often reveals how we view it. Is it this beautiful, glorious, irresistible story, uh, or is it less than that to us? My prayer for us throughout this campaign is that we would all come to appreciate the greatness of the gospel even more. Now, when I say the irresistible gospel, I of course don't literally mean that it is never resisted. Of course, the vast majority of humanity does resist it, and there is a lot to the resistance of the gospel story. That is our sinful human nature, our evil spiritual forces, and even the will of God. So regardless of humanity's response to the story, the story itself is so marvelous that it is, in this sense, irresistible. We're going to approach this campaign from a more philosophical perspective and tell the story of the gospel through that lens or various lenses. The basic building blocks of any worldview are origin, meaning, morality, and destiny. Origin, where did it all come from? Where did we humans come from? Are we the results of natural purposeless forces or the result of intelligent, purposeful design? Meaning, why does it all exist? Why do I exist? What is my purpose here? What's the meaning of life, we often ask. Morality, simply the question, how ought we live? Destiny, where is it all headed? What's the end? I would posit that no one can truly be satisfied in life until they have satisfactory answers to these big questions. I think most people do have fuzzy answers to these questions, whether or not they have clearly articulated them to themselves or not. The story of the gospel provides us with satisfactory, comprehensive, and compelling answers to all of these questions. Not only are the answers found in this story compelling, but they appeal to the reality that we all experience in our external experiences every day, and also in our internal world that is to say that they are simply true in this campaign we're going to compare the gospel story to other worldviews or meta-narratives another way we can think of it and see how it is far more glorious than any other story that we can see ourselves as a part of for our scripture reading today we're going to read acts 17 24 to 31 in this passage it's describing the Apostle Paul's conversation with the Athenian philosophers, and as he's discussing with them, he's going to touch on a lot of the themes that we'll be talking about in this campaign. Remember, origin, meaning, morality, and destiny. So, Acts 17, starting in verse 24, says, The God who made the world and everything in it is the Lord of heaven and earth, and does not live in temples built by human hands. And he is not served by human hands, as if he needed anything. Rather, he himself gives everyone life and breath and everything else. From one man he made all the nations, that they should inhabit the whole earth. And he marked out their appointed times and history and the boundaries of their lands. God did this so that they would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him, though he is not far from any one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being, as some of your own poets have said, we are his offspring. Therefore, since we are God's offspring, We should not think that the divine being is like gold or silver or stone, an image made by human design and skill. In the past, God overlooked such ignorance, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent. For he has set a day when he will judge the world with justice by the man he has appointed. He has given proof of this to everyone by raising him from the dead. Reflection time today. Just reflect on how you perceive the gospel story. When you tell it, do you tell it as if it is the greatest story you have ever known? Do you appreciate the greatness of this story? Do you view it as truly irresistible?